0: I'm joined this week by Austin Boston. Austin is based out in Salt Lake City in the US, and he has several of his own apps in the App Store. How you doing, Austin?
1: Hey, Dave. Great. Thank you so much for having me on today.
0: So, Austin, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get into app development? What's your, your sort of superhero origin story?
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, uh, well, and let me start off with a little correction. My last name's actually Blake, and I ah. use Boston on all of my uh, handles. So, hey, easily confused. You know, I don't blame anybody. But uh, my nickname growing up was Austin Boston. So Fair we're enough. just bringing in the nostalgia to start off.
0: <laughs> That's great. I'll, so, I'll, I'll correct the show title in that case.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, sounds good. No problem if not. Uh, I, uh, I've i loved Apple Forever, uh, probably like a lot of iOS developers. Um, so I grew up. You know, uh, I remember my mom would tell me to stop clapping because I'd have my headphones on, just watching uh, WWDC keynote, the iPhone release, or something with Steve Jobs up on the stage on our kitchen iMac, and uh, clapping. You know, as he <laughs> as he releases new products, and I have my headphones in, so nobody knows what's going on. But I'm just sitting at the computer, clapping and cheering uh, while they're trying to eat dinner. So. Uh, I've always grown up loving Apple, uh, back in, let's see, 2018, the summer, uh, I was watching WWDC, uh, in between classes. I was, uh, in between classes at school and even during one of my classes, it started during my class. So I flipped it open on my computer, of course, and I started watching it and then finished it between classes. And I was like, you know, I want to learn to do this. Like, I don't know what they're talking about. Uh, you know, they they started talking about something with Xcode, if I remember right. I didn't even know what it was at the time. But I was like, this is cool. I want to be a part of this community. And, uh, I, you know, I want to know what they're talking about. And I also want to, uh, you know, build something that I've so much appreciated throughout my life. Yep. Like good applications and, uh, you know, cool hardware even in the future I'd like to get into. Right now it's just software. But I was like, you know, I have loved this stuff for my whole life. I really want to be a creator, not just a consumer of all of this. So that was when I was like, okay, cool. I'm excited now. And, uh, one of the apps that I've used so much, probably like a lot of people listening is Evernote. Yeah. Uh, It's a note taking app, you know, it came out probably like 15 years ago around the time of the first iPhone. And I've loved it and used it a lot. But the thing is, I've submitted so many feature requests to Evernote, like 40. (laughs) And, uh, I never heard back, And so, there were so many things that I wanted that it wasn't delivering on, and so that was I said, okay, I'm going to build my own note taking app. And uh, I didn't realize at the time how ambitious of a goal that would be. Yeah, uh, but that was how Mighty Note was born. Uh, okay. Three years ago, I started learning the code and, and started working on Mighty Note. And uh, it's pretty fitting, Dave, because just this morning uh, we released uh, Mighty Note three. So it's, uh, it's still working on it and still building it up to be the note-taking app that i wanted out of evernote but wasn't getting so that's kind of where it all started for me
0: that's that's really cool um so you've had your your journey of being inspired by steve jobs way back when and yeah being so into apple and then then along the way you've come all the way across into making apps um i think it's it's true of a lot of in developers actually that um when you haven't got what you want from something else, quite often that's your inspiration and your starting point to go, Hey, maybe I can do this. So totally, you've had that with, uh, with Mighty Note. Is that right?
1: Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it started off for me, actually, I think that, I think that if I remember right, the idea for Mighty Note actually came before um, I started, you know, wanting to learn the code. Yeah, uh, and I was actually reaching out to people, like people that I knew did computer stuff. I was like, "Hey, do you know how to code? I have this amazing idea for you," you know. And uh, <laughs> and now I'm the one getting reached out to, but originally it was just like, "Hey, I want to do this," uh, and uh, nobody's going to do it for me. So uh, I think that, that was part of the inspiration that pushed me. Like, you know, what? I'm just going to learn how to do this and and just do it myself, you know.
0: Yeah how did you how did you start? You're sort of at I think this is always interesting to find out really is, is you're at that point where you've got the inspiration, you've got the idea, but you don't know how to code or you don't know how to code iOS. How how, how did yeah. you get into everything in that way?
1: Yeah. So I actually looked, I just did a simple Google search online, right? Like how do make apps <laughs> on iPhone? Yeah. And, uh, one of the first things that came up was Angela, Yu. she has a course on Udemy, uh, it's probably the most popular course on there. And it's just like getting started with iOS 12 at the time. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, so I bought that course. It was on sale. I think Udemy does sales all the time. So it wasn't like some special thing, but it was like 12 bucks. And, uh, believe it or not for me at the time, I was like, yeah, 12 bucks, you know, this is a real investment. I really need to make sure I take this seriously. And, uh, but the course was awesome. And so I followed that whole course. Um, and, well, that's not true. I, I probably got about three quarters of the way through, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to start making my own app now. <laughs> and uh, I don't think I've ever gone back and finished that. I probably should, though. But I'm mean, about three quarters of the way through, I was like, okay, I know enough that I uh, want to start doing this myself. Yep. That was kind of how I learned. And then you learn pretty quickly that everything you need to know about coding is on Google, and it's usually on Stack Overflow. Yep. And so... Uh, that I kind of you know learned where to look, uh, just as I started typing things into Google, and uh, and then after work every night uh, I would just uh, whip open Xcode and whip open Google and uh, start learning and keep coding on Mighty Note.
0: Fantastic. And so, when when did you release Mighty Note? How long did it take you um, from sort of? deciding you were going to start and picking up Xcode and, and Googling for what you wanted, how long did it take you to get to the App Store?
1: Yeah, so I actually, so that was in June uh, that I started learning the code. Uh, and I think I kind of worked on the course throughout the summer. I was in school and working at the same time. So I probably only worked on the course two to three hours a day. Uh, and then by October, I put the first version of Mighty Note on the App Store um and I was kind of ashamed of it at first cuz I I was obviously excited, you know, I thought it was super cool that I had an app on the App Store, but I didn't yep. really post about it on social media and stuff like that because I realized it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't even Apple Notes, you know, it wasn't at that point. And so I didn't want to uh get people super excited about something that I uh wasn't really proud of yet and kind of just be like the person that calls wolf, you know. Yeah. I wanted to have something to show people that I was really extremely proud of. So Uh, that's kind of what I've been working on over the last couple of years is just, uh, getting more, telling more people about mighty note. I'm most proud of mighty note three, which we launched this morning. And uh, this is the first version of mighty note that I'm extremely proud of the other versions. Even, uh, I knew that there were problems and this one, uh, in my mind, it's, it's about as perfect as you can get, but we of course have a few more versions planned out for the next couple of months here, but. Anyway, so it was about six months, uh, June to October, um, until I launched Mighty Note for the first time.
0: So I was going to ask you about the launch, but you've uh, you've told me there you kind of soft launched, I guess is is how I put it. Um, yeah. And have you sort of built up over successive releases? Have you built up um, your your customer base with it? Have you done anything in particular to sort of bring people to the app over that time?
1: Yeah, you know, Mighty Note hasn't been – because, I mean, I guess I'll cut myself slack. It was the first time I launched an app, and so I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, Achievement's my second app. I had a lot more success in the launch. I tr- I was a lot more open about it. I uh, was yeah. a lot more proactive in contacting press about it. Um, So Mighty Note has really been – that's, that's probably not the iconic growth story that people would want to hear because it, it's been a really slow burn. Uh, yeah. and it feels crazy, but it, I mean, it's been out for, um, almost three years now, uh, which feels crazy to me, but I mean, over three years, it's been, uh, you know, it's been a slow burn building up customers. And so uh, that that's why, you know, one of the reasons I'm so excited for version three, right. Is like, this is, this is the big deal. And we're contacting press and, I'm kind of taking everything that I learned with achievements and doing it here with yep. Mighty Note 3. Um, but yeah, it definitely surprised me uh, how hard it was to find customers. You know, when I got <laughs> back to my first App Store Connect reports and I was like, wow, 10 downloads, that's it? Like, this is the best note taking app on the App Store. How do people not know about this? You know? Yeah. Uh, so, but it was all just the first experience.
0: Tell me a little bit about achievements. I kind of want to hear how that, how that differed from what you did over there
1: yeah night nice. achievements is cool so this is um I, i'm really excited about what we've done with achievements and i haven't updated it as much recently just because we've been going so hard on mighty note 3 but the future of it is even really exciting um but achievements what we did is uh i i wanted to learn swift ui and so uh i was like you know i kind of want to have a passion project to work on while learning swift ui and uh achievements uh, was born out of that i had a an idea that summer. I was actually doing a YouTube channel, um, about Apple rumors. If anybody wants to, (laughs) I haven't posted anything in like a year and a half, so I wouldn't expect much from it. But, uh, I was doing the infinite on YouTube and and just talking about Apple rumors. And what I wanted to do with the infinite was get a thousand subscribers by the end of the year. And so I was like, okay, so to do that, I'm going to post, uh, three videos, Uh, every week. And uh, that'll help me get there. And I'm going to do these things. And I was like, that'd be really nice to have an app to help me track how many videos I wanted to make each week uh, and correspondingly track how many subscribers I had. And so I drew up on my iPad, just like a diagram of what that might look like. So just some circles and some squares, the squares were the the goals, the circles were the habits. And then like this idea that the habits would contribute to the goals somehow. And so achievements, uh, probably four or five months after that, uh, I'd even stopped the YouTube channel at that point, but, uh, I, I decided to learn Swift UI and make achievements. Um, and so I started achievements in about November of 2020, uh 2020. Um, and I would have started earlier, but my friend and I were running a pumpkin selling business. And so we were busy with that. <laughs> And so, but finally at the end of October, I was like, okay, now's the time. Uh, and so November 1st, I opened up Xcode, new project, achievements, and uh, yeah, so that, that's kind of how it was born. And uh, it really worked out well because I knew that I wanted to launch it by the end of the year, so I only had two months to do it and learn Swift SwiftUI. Um, I'd kind of been looking through Paul Hudson's 100 days of Swift UI thing which I would recommend to anybody listening that hasn't learned Switch Ride. That is an awesome, awesome course. Sounds like you know about it. Yeah. It is so good. And so I kind of dabbled in that a little bit, but I was like, okay, in two months I'm going to learn this and publish achievements because I wanted achievements to be on the store for New Year's. I was like, everybody's going to be making New Year's resolutions and achievements is the perfect app for them. And so I want to launch it with New Year's. So in a couple months I did that. and then that was pretty good. Uh, I texted everybody in my contacts book. I reached out to all of my friends on Facebook. Um, I reached out to a bunch of press and told everybody about achievements that I could. Uh, and it was pretty good. We got featured by nine to five Mac. Um, I think app advice, uh, like featured us. Um, and so that was pretty good. And then a couple months later, uh, my school was hosting, um, like an app competition, for the best app from a student in, you know, the 2020 to 2021 year. And so I was like, Oh, this is perfect. I'll submit achievements. And uh, that really kind of tripled all of the growth that we'd had so far. um, Because I reached out to even more people and uh, Paul Hudson uh, tweeted about it. And, uh, and we had more press write up about it. And I had a bunch of people at BYU where I go to school downloading it. And so leading up to that competition, we had about 12,000 downloads, um, on achievements and that was super exciting. And so that's where I kind of learned more about, okay, this is how you launch an app, you know, talk to as many people as possible. You create a cool press kit, which basically just means like images and designs uh, that the press can use in their write up about you. Um, and yeah, so that, that I considered successful and obviously I just want to keep on building on it, but that one I learned a lot from.
0: That's fantastic. And so now you're reapplying that back to Mighty Note.
1: Exactly. We're kind of reverse engineering the Mighty Note strategy. Great stuff.
0: You have a company, um, I think it's 2196.
1: That's right. Yeah, I say 2196 seems to be the catchiest way to put it.
0: Yeah. So how did that start? Is that kind of like the um, the company that you run your apps through?
1: Yeah, exactly. So 2196, um, I started that in January of 2020. Um, originally, I was doing video work. That was my day job as I uh, did video and advertisements for a company. And so that was 2196. I was doing wedding videos and I was doing <laughs> uh, contracted videos and advertisements on social media for different companies. Uh, so it's not even close to what we do now. So... Uh, it kind of switched over to I put Mighty Note under twenty one ninety six once I made an official LLC. Yeah, um, which I'd also recommend uh, to everybody listening. Um, yes, and if you have definitely. if you have any questions, by the way, I'll just throw this out there right now. If anybody has uh, questions on how I did any of this stuff, I know it's not uh, rocket science, but if you do have questions, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or anything.
0: That's brilliant, um, and obviously we'll we'll link you up in the show notes for that.
1: Okay perfect yeah I'd love to help out anybody who's trying to do this because I, I I don't think that we need to reinvent the wheel every single developer that comes around like there are things that I wouldn't do again and I'd be happy to share those
0: that's awesome. um,
1: anyways so 2196 then uh, became mighty note and then when I did achievements and all of the profits from achievements uh, went back into 2196 um, and so that is the umbrella all of the apps that we're building I'll have five apps on the app store by the end of the year. Uh, We've got the two right now Um, and all of that will be under uh, 2196 and kind of this, what we're doing, David is we're building up an ecosystem uh, for productivity. And so that's, that's all under 2196 and mighty note will speak to achievements, which will speak to the to-do list app we have coming out called stuff. All of those will kind of speak together, help you to uh, be more productive, help you to accomplish your goals uh and so that's kind of the vision for 2196 now
0: that's great so you this ecosystem of, of productivity apps and i guess that means you can bundle them together and do other sort of fantastic things like that as well
1: yep yep exactly once we have enough apps like i said we just have the two right now but uh i'm hoping for beginning of next year we'll launch uh and this is a bunch of information i haven't talked about any of this stuff yet but we'll launch 2196 infinity uh and the idea for that is that uh it'll be mighty notes pro bundle pro subscription achievements pro subscription uh stuffs pro subscription all of that bundled into 2196 infinity so you can just pay for one thing uh get a pretty good discount and uh, get access to all of those apps just under uh one discounted subscription so that that's a little. That's the first step of the quote unquote master plan.
0: That's great. Um, that that kind of leads me nicely to um, to another question I've got, which is what your um, your business model for the apps currently looks like.
1: I guess we'll start with Mighty Note. My theory on apps and on subscriptions is uh, the app should be completely usable for free. <laughs> One of my biggest pet peeves, I download a lot of apps, and uh, I'll tell you, the quickest apps to get deleted off my phone again are the ones that make me subscribe or even a free trial before I even do anything in the app. Yep. I'm like, I'm not going to pay you money before I even see what your interface looks like. like. It's just crazy to me. And yep. also, I don't want to go on a free trial because... I know I'm going to forget. You know, I'm going to forget like I'm going to end up paying you money and I don't want to pay you money unless I know I want it. And so all of the apps that I have built, all of the apps that will be built, they're completely usable. You never have to pay anything. If you don't want to mighty note could be your main note taking app. Uh, And you know, I think that even without the pro subscription, I think it's better than a lot of competitors. Um, It's a great app and you can use it for your notes app for completely free. Now, When it goes into the pro subscription content, that kind of stuff, I consider it the stuff that, uh, I care about, but my grandma wouldn't care about. So I want my grandparents to be able to use Mighty Note and they do, and they think it's cool. And I think, honestly, I value their opinion more than a lot of people. So I think it's really cool that they like it. Yeah. Uh, I want, I want my grandparents to be able to use achievements and I'm not going to nickel and dime my grandparents on subscriptions. <laughs> and so and I'm not saying that I'm nickel and diming any customers, but they wouldn't care enough to pay money for an app. And to them, subscriptions are the foreign concept anyways. Yep. And so I want them to be able to use the apps and to just have fun and to tell me how great it is without having to pay me money. Uh, now, I, on the other hand, I really get into apps and uh, like when an app tells me that I can change the icon, if I subscribe, I'm like, Oh yeah, uh, sign me up. Like that sounds awesome. <laughs> they don't care. My grandpa doesn't care what icon is on his home screen, but I do. And uh, so anybody can use the apps completely free, no charge at all. If you really want to take things to the next level, we have achievements pro, we have mighty note pro and both of those things let you take achievements and mighty note, respectively to the next level. Um, and it's the kind of stuff that I like in my apps, right? So we'll take Mighty Note, for example, since uh, that's just fresh today. Um, with Mighty Note 3, it's, I'm really excited about it because you can add music notes into your notes. And so I'm, I'm an author. I really like to write. And yep. a lot of times I hear music and I'm like, oh, this works perfectly at this part of the book. Up until this point... There hasn't really been a great way to connect those two ideas together, like this chapter with this song. How do you connect those two foreign forms of content? Yep, Mighty Note lets you do that. On Mighty Note Pro, you can add in Apple Music right to your notes. You can tag it right in line with your other notes. You can put it in a project. You can uh, pretty soon you'll be able to subnote it uh, to Docs. And so if you have a Doc where you write up your chapter, you can subnote with that song. You can play it right within Mighty Note. It's awesome. I love it. And so to me, that totally makes Mighty Note Pro worth it. And I I of course subscribe to all my apps. Like, yeah, <laughs> I only get 70% of the money back, but hey, it's like it's kind of fun, you know? Yeah. yeah and you're so to that me, experience there. yeah, exactly. I'm like, sweet, one more subscriber. Like, who cares <laughs> if it's me? That's awesome. And so I totally think it's worth it. My grandparents don't care at all about adding music into their notes. I think it's the coolest thing in the world. So I try to differentiate like that. I want everybody to be able to use the apps, even an eight-year-old that just got an iPod touch and doesn't have any money. I want him to be able to use Mighty Now. I want him to be able to use achievements and the games that we have coming out before the end of the year. Uh, but uh, I also uh, want a really great experience. I also need a sustainable business model. And so for those things, we offer our pro um, content.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And it means as well that, all of those users that are using them for free have either got that potential to become pro users, or at least recommend you to other people who may become pro users.
1: So yeah, I, it, exactly. I can see how
0: it, it can only grow.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. We don't want to restrict anybody from using the app because of a financial uh, situation, right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, our goal, my goal with twenty one ninety six, really is to help more people achieve their goals, uh, to help more people be more productive. I think we waste so much time in the world and it kind of, it hurts. And so those are the goals. I don't want to lose sight of those things. Uh, And so that's why we're not going to put our mission behind a paywall. Um, We'll put some of the things that we spend more time on uh, behind a paywall for the people that really care about it. But for people just basically trying to achieve their goals, yeah, let us help you out, you know?
0: That's great. That's really great to hear. So tell me more about like what's what's coming up next. You've spoken about a few more apps going into the store and, and and a plan for um 2196 Infinity. Um but what do the next 6 months, the next year look like?
1: Yeah, I'm you know I'm really glad you asked <laughs> because it's super exciting. So um, I'll, let me start off with this. I love video games. Um i'm not i'm not super into video games like i don't i've never had an xbox or playstation so i guess maybe i i can't maybe people would get annoyed if i said i'm into video games and i don't own any consoles but like i love my games on the ipad i i actually really like apple arcade i think video games are really cool interesting it kind of puts you into this other world right it's like it's kind of a way to not only escape from life but like experience a different life i think it's a really cool concept but also like Like we just talked about, I sometimes tend to think that games are a waste of time (laughs) (laughs) and uh, probably just to the extreme, right? Because I play, you know, I'm on Brawl Stars. If anybody wants to play Brawl Stars with me, I am always down. Like I love that game. I think it's great. Um, But I'd love to play a video game that actually helps me progress in the real world, right? One of the frustrating things about video games is that I'm literally not making any progress in my actual life. So I go into this game, I get all these trophies, I make all this money on the game and then I go back to life and I'm like, okay, like I'm still broke and I haven't gotten <laughs> any trophies in real life. Like I'm still in the same spot. It's kind of frustrating. So one of the things that we're focusing on with 2196 next is making life, actual life into a video game and not in a weird way where like, okay, you go to the gym. So your character on your app is going to, you know, get bigger, Yeah. yeah. Like, I guess that works for some people. For me, it doesn't make sense. So, what we're doing with twenty one ninety six over the next six months um, are connecting more of the apps together. So, first of all, I'll talk about stuff. So, it's a to do list app. Super excited about it, uh, and it seems like people on Twitter are as well. That's the first one that'll be coming out in December of this year. We have an app coming out called Avatars or Avatar Studio. Or I haven't settled on a name, but basically, we're going to let all users of twenty one ninety six create, uh, these avatars, um, that are like characters. So it's like their persona in 2196. And so when you uh, complete one of your habits and achievements, uh, you get, uh, what are called bits. It's the money system in 2196 B I T S. And that already exists. And so in achievements, it lets you buy new themes and stuff like that. But once avatars comes out, It'll let you buy more clothes for your avatar. You can buy more hairstyles. You can buy sunglasses. You can buy a dog. And so all of these fun little things that's in your virtual environment, uh, but they're all benefited from real real world progress. Uh, And I'd like those things. We're really exploring ways that we can get the real world to coexist with the virtual world. Uh, and in some ways kind of be like a mini game. So we're even working on some games in 2196 to release. Um, and I hope that there are mini games to real life, right? If you're in a, you're playing like, I've never played Skyrim, but let's just say, okay, I'll, I've played RuneScape. If anybody's played RuneScape, uh, then you know that fishing is a great pastime in RuneScape. Yeah. Uh, and Kind of every game has that where like you can just go fishing and there's like no pressure and it's just kind of like a little mini game that's fun. I kind of want some fishing games for real life. Little mini games where you can just escape, but it also technically benefits you in real life. So you're still making progress. Anyways, that's kind of, it's sounds really theoretical in general, but that's what we're working on in 2196 in the next six months. We're working on creating that. So we've got avatars coming out in December. We've got stuff coming out. Uh, in october and we've got a game called the tap game uh coming out around november and uh all of these things hopefully work together to build this ecosystem that i've been talking to you about and that's the ultimate mission of 21.6
0: that sounds really exciting to sort of hear hear about it's going to be very interesting to see sort of how that all comes together over the next six months
1: Um, yeah, definitely. I know I'm even interested to see how it comes together. All I see right now is just a huge load of work. And so we're just (laughs) going to keep on working on it and, uh, and, uh, we'll see how it all comes together, but definitely, uh, follow on Twitter because it's going to be a wild ride.
0: well, it's been awesome talking to you, Austin. Um, before we wrap up, where can people find you online?
1: Yeah, cool. So, um, on Twitter, it's uh, Aust Boston, right? So, like we talked about at the very beginning. Yep. A U S T B O S T O N. Technically, I'm on Instagram under that name too, except I don't, I don't really use Instagram. So, uh, there's that. Twitter's by far uh, my best game. And then, if you want to go to 2196official.com, 2196official.com, uh, that's where you can find a blog where every once in a while I'll post about what we're doing. Uh, as well as links to all three of our uh, announced apps so far. Technically, Avatars in the Tap game haven't been announced yet, so that's kind of a little exclusive here. So those, I'd say those two places are the best place to keep up to date and seriously reach out. I'd love to you know, talk to everybody.
0: Thanks a lot, Austin.
1: Awesome. Thank you, David.